19 years old when I got into the Big 12. Just kidding. No, not, not, <laughs> even, not even close. As much as uh, people tell us it, it helps them, it's, it's helping that we're getting so much out of it as well. So, yeah. I love being able to call John O'Neill and talk to him. Losers have excuses and winners have programs. <laughs> so I figured, I figured that I'd just call it. A- I've heard it said that a referee can make up to seven decisions per play. Let's just get right to the news. <laughs> and I have never known 1025A1 better than I do right now. Every. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, a genuine love of football that came from my dad. I don't know how close. This episode will air to Father's Day, but uh, how about a shout out to all the dads out there? Okay, let's get this thing going. What do you say? Let's get it going. Um, Clear night? Yeah. Snow has stopped? Snow has stopped. It's starting to melt. Yeah. Slush city, (laughs) baby. Okay, um... We are going to have. We're, we're going to talk to uh, a couple gentlemen from um, the Upper Midwest Football Officials Clinic. Is that- Collegiate of- Football Officials Clinic. There you go. Okay. <laughs> it's long, really long. Yeah, it's it's long. That's why I knew I'd mess that up uh, because I didn't have it written down right in front of. Me. Oh, I did, and I didn't scroll down. <laughs> yeah. So should be good. Um, we have not been to this clinic before. Um, I think it's in Minnesota. And so we're going to learn a little bit more about that in our yep. little camp series. Right. Yep. It's camping season. is coming up, right? It is. So that's kind of where we're, we're driving at the moment is uh, talking camps around the country and uh, hopefully discussing that with those people that uh, run these things. So um, should be should be fun. Should be fun. So um, Thank thanks again for everybody that listens. Yeah. Um, well supported. Uh, appreciate that. And, uh, keep that coming. We appreciate the support. Keep passing that along as well to all the others out there. So one thing I want to mention uh-huh. is that the email rules exchange has started Yes, already. So we keep, we're getting uh, a couple of emails still to, for people who want to join, but unfortunately it's already started and it's probably over capacity. <laughs> so, um, you're gonna have to try next season. Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately that's just yeah. it's just it's gotten a lot larger than I think. Um, yeah, John ever anticipated, which is which is good on one side and tough on the other. Yep. Um, but it is what it is. Until you know, maybe there's some some plans in the future to to expand or get more more folks involved to help uh, moderate. You know, we'll figure that out. Uh, maybe we can right. help them figure that out. But we'll see how that goes. But it has started. Yep. Question set, set of question number one came out on Monday. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it's great. Good to get started. Yeah, perhaps at the end of all of this, we'll send out the list of questions and answers, put them out on a website, and you can take – folks that weren't part of it could take a look. Yeah. So. that. Yeah. At least we can probably try and do that. Yeah. So, okay. So um, you got anything you want to talk about before we get going general, personally? No, not really. No, I mean, everything I'm good. Glad to be out the house. Yeah, because we're stuck because of the snow and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But yeah, it's good to be somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, today was my first day back at work. I was I stayed home uh, Monday and Tuesday after after the five hour commute on Friday. Yeah, I just like um, I'm not going anywhere until it. at least starts to melt a little bit. So exactly, that's it for that. Um, so um, 
remember uh, to subscribe if you want to get, you know, the news. The news. <laughs> some of the new, some of this news mm-hmm. that we're sending out, like the email rules exchange. So, um, the the uh, go to the website rule11officials.com, put your email address in there, hit subscribe. Um, you can Easiest always, way. Yep. And then contact us at rule11officials at gmail.com. I'm on Twitter at rule11officials. And mm-hmm. what else? Is that it? <laughs> uh, rule11officials at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Yeah. Okay. Those are the three main areas. All right. Because uh, we don't have a Facebook page, so. No Facebook page. No. We don't need that. No. TMW. <laughs> Too much work, baby. <laughs> I was wondering what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> it's all clean. Okay. Yep. So how about a quote of the week? Quote of the week. Um, so I like this one. It says, everyone ends up somewhere in life. A few people end up somewhere on purpose. Mm. And that's by someone named Andy Stanley. Andy Stanley. So okay. So it's about being intentional. Put your life. That's right. Just let life happen. Okay. Another good one. Okay. So uh, anything else? For the good of the order. <laughs> Jinx. No. I think we're good. I okay. Think, uh, they should be calling here in a second. So. Yep. We're going to talk to Rick and Brian. So, um, yep, they're calling in. Here we go. See ya. Okay. It's camping season, Dwayne. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yes. So, this is going to be a little lead into. to... Uh, this type of year, we're, we're putting our little buckets of uh, our off-season and camps are right around the corner. So we want to touch base with a handful of people out there that organize some of these and um, have them talk about their programs, what uh, what sets them apart from the others, yeah. um, you know, what their footprint is, how much it costs, all the good stuff. So yeah. today we are talking with Brian Bakke. Yep. And Rick Kruger, and they both are part of the 22nd annual Upper Midwest Collegiate Football Officiating Clinic. Yes. How are you guys doing today? Doing great. Uh, thank you, Dwayne, for having us. Yeah, great. Thanks, That's guys. Awesome. Appreciate the time. You bet. You bet. So let's talk about it. Yeah. Well, first, first of all, before we get yeah, into yeah. the clinic, yeah. uh, can you guys give us a little intro about yourselves, uh, kind of? your backgrounds, officiating backgrounds mainly, and uh, then we'll get into how the camp got started and stuff like that. Yeah. Go ahead, Brian. Yeah, you bet. Uh, again, thanks for the time, gentlemen. Brian Bakke, uh, based out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, we eat hot dish. We go tobogganing up here. It's just craziness. In the snow. <laughs> um, I've been yeah. an official for 17 years. Um, in those years, I've been a white hat at the high school level for the last seven Worked a number of state high school league games, had that opportunity to do that, and then have worked college in and out of uh, opportunities as they've come along with a, a large family, three small kids and so forth. There's only so much time in the day, but uh, have had a lot of fun doing it, met a lot of great people, and uh, really looking forward to talking with you guys. So thank you. That's awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Brian. Uh, Rick Kruger. Uh, I started high school football in the state of Minnesota in 1994. So I work in a small college, Division Three, in 97, and then went to the Big Ten, uh, got some games in 2000, became full-time in the Big Ten, working the line of scrimmage until 2016. Now I live in Arizona and uh, enjoying the, the, the winters out here for sure. 
Um, <laughs> Jealous. This this concept that started was uh, thanks to Dick Honig. Um, Dick uh, actually came out to Minnesota 22 years ago and helped me get the clinic started. We started with one school, and it was University of Minnesota. And uh, we had 21 guys in the clinic. And it started uh, on a Friday uh, classroom session. And then we uh, would do a scrimmage on Saturday with these 21 guys. So basically we had three crews and gave the guys a chance. And I was one of the guys out there to work. And then uh, we had uh, some local NFL guys and uh, Big Ten officials that came in and and helped us out. And that's how the whole uh, clinic concept started in Minnesota. The reason that I came up with it with with Dick was um, I was a young official just trying to get knowledge, experience, and influences from a lot of the guys that have made it in the college and the NFL. And Mm -hmm. uh, these guys, uh, Tom Barnes, Bernie Kukar, a lot of these uh, Mike Spanier officials up in that area uh, gave back their time and kind of created this whole thing just with one school. Uh, today, we're up to eight schools, again, with only one real Division One influence, University of Minnesota. The rest are Division Two schools. So we reach out to okay. the coaches. We get their spring practice planner, and we uh, chart out all their uh, scrimmages and spring games and such. And then that's how we derive our uh, scrimmage schedules. We feel that to be a real solid official, you got to have real three impact. I call it the triple impact and that's make yourself better, make your crew better, make the game better. And the, really the way to do that is to go out and work, work multiple positions. We try to get a a college official out there uh, at just regular scrimmages, not only the evaluation scrimmages to give these officials feedback and some direction on mechanics, positioning, philosophies, you know, all those types of things. Um, if I could jump in uh-huh. here. Now, this, this clinic seems a little different than other camps where you're used to the format of it. Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? It, is it because we noticed there's about, I don't know, how, how many schools you said? Eight, eight, eight schools, schools right. now? Yeah, like most camps, they... They uh, work with one school, like a scrimmage is going on, and they kind of are a part of that. So how does how does this work with the eight schools? Um, well, first of all. So, so what we do, because <laughs> yeah. of our limited geography, you want to know about our footprint. It's Minnesota, North, South yes. Dakota. Um, okay. And uh, we pull officials from the surrounding areas, a lot of guys from Nebraska, Iowa, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So what mm-hmm. the schools will do is, um, for example, you'll see on our, our flyer, uh, we have several scrimmages April 6th and 7th. So we'll, we'll have yep. uh, evaluators, observers at those scrimmages that we've assigned officials that are part of the clinic to get the feedback on the field. And we, we try to do a post game wherever possible using video. And we sit by position and, and kind of talk the guys through some things. The week of the scrimmage, uh, we have a scrimmage on uh, Thursday night, April 11th at 7 o'clock. So guys coming in from out of town can actually get into town. They can work a scrimmage Thursday, go to the classroom Friday, and then they can bail if they want. Um, Other guys 
can come in Thursday, um, go to the classroom Friday. We'll, we'll get them on the field on Saturday, and then they can take off from there. Um, so okay. it's really uh, worked out well. We really try to take care of the guys traveling from out of town that are coming in for the Friday right, okay. uh, classroom session because uh, they've got a lot of financial resources and time commitments behind this thing, and uh, we try to take care of them. The local guys, you know, we're going to give them a lot of care and, and a lot of attention, but with their schedules, mm-hmm. they can work maybe a, a Saturday the 6th of April or Sunday the 7th, and then they'll come into the classroom. Another nice thing is um, part of our, uh, our – we're bringing in Sean Robbins again this year, and Sean and I are working on a, uh, a combine, kind of a fitness combine Thursday night. And we're trying to get it at the Minnesota Vikings new uh, football facility in Egan, Minnesota. Oh, cool. So the guys would have an option to do Sean's fitness uh, program from like uh, 4 to 5.30. They wanted to go to the scrimmage uh, that Thursday. They're, they're welcome to do that as well. Or if they just want to go hang out somewhere, that's that's an option too. So, um, it yeah, it gives, gives guys a lot of flexibility. Um, if you're a young official coming to this camp, a first-year guy, if you've got a lot of effort, you want to learn, and you want to make a lot of mistakes, but learn from them, this is a good spot mm-hmm. to start. Um, so April 12th, uh, all day, 8 a.m. to yeah. 5 p.m. at the TCF Bank Stadium Press Box. This is at uh, in Minneapolis. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay, yeah, right so, at the stadium. Right at the stadium. So all the other all the other scrimmages, the Thursday, the Saturday, and the Sunday, or the Saturdays, three on Saturday, um, the Thursday, the eleventh, and then thir- and then the th- three on the thirteenth. How far away are those four locations uh, as far as driving distance from Minneapolis? Just Minneapolis area. Um, we're waiting to see if how many uh, uh-huh. guys from North Dakota uh, sign up because we can use the Uni- Minnesota State Moorhead mm-hmm. uh, School. They've got a, they've got okay. a scrimmage going on Saturday, so mm-hmm. we're kind of wait to see how many uh, North Dakota guys in, so we can take care of them too. So instead of putting everybody right. at uh, Concordia St. Paul Saturday, sure. we we can maybe split it out, send some evaluators up to Moorhead give them some, okay. some care and some instruction and that type of thing. So, uh, yeah, we, we just kind of split it out. We, we don't like to load up a, a lot of guys. Um, yeah. One thing that we're, we're finding out, I talked to the NAIA uh, mm-hmm. people, and uh, they think in two years they're going to be going to eight-man mechanics. So this year we're really going to be pushing the center judge position at the camp. Okay. And I've got a, a MAC – uh, official and a big 10 official, both center judges nice. that are going to be really working with these people at the new position. So they, they may be a back judge, but they want to try center judge. We're going to give them that opportunity to go out there and, uh, and, and work that position on the field. So we're excited about that because we think that this is eventually going to happen in two years in the NAIA. Mm-hmm. That's going to create right. kind of a vacuum for, for, sure. for these officials, and it'd be great if they had some snaps underneath their belt and some type Absolutely. of uh, uh, knowledge about the mechanics and positioning and that type of thing. 
That's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So this is, there's a little bit of work logistically on this for, uh, for Friday and Saturday for you guys, I'm sure. But uh, I'm sure you, 22 years, I'm sure you got it nailed down. But well, uh, thanks to Brian, as you could tell, setting this call up, he's the technical uh, one. He's the, uh, he's the brains behind <laughs> the operation. Uh, we, we have a pretty good digital footprint, as you guys have seen. Uh, Brian can speak to our Twitter and our Facebook but also, uh-huh. Brian can talk about our Dropbox. Back in the old days, we used to burn DVDs for everybody. Brian has uh, championed and uh, kind of developed our, our technology piece of it, and he's really good at it, and I couldn't do it without him, that's for sure. Yeah, <clears throat> so just chiming in there. So one other thing I want to add on to the to the clinic piece real quick is, you know, Rick has built strong relationships across, you know, this region with all of these coaches and so forth, why we have these opportunities. So hats off to Rick, but more importantly, it's really the additional opportunities that come down the pipe, right? So maybe there's a practice on Wednesday night. Maybe there's a practice on Saturday before the scrimmage that night. Um, I mean, there's additional opportunities for officials to get more work in on the field above and beyond just these scrimmages or maybe the spring games, which of course everybody wants to work at and really get, get the work in. But, you know, as we all know, the more snaps we see, the better. So that's another huge opportunity for officials that join this camp is the ability to work additional practices throughout the weeks in the spring. Yeah. Um, And just to clarify, uh, folks are working college scrimmages, right? College team for college teams. That's correct. Um, Yep. Okay. And it's different levels because you, you have a D1 school and then you have some D2 schools. Yeah, and then um, every uh, yeah. now and then we'll get a D3. They get an ex- exemption every so often. So like last year, we worked at the University of St. Thomas. Uh, they were a D3 school up in St. Paul, Minnesota, and uh, they they were allowed to have spring practices. So once that got granted to them, the uh, head football coach uh, dropped me an email and said, hey, you know, I, I know you guys do this. We'd love to get officials out. Uh, and what's great about this, too, is it gives the officials a chance because uh, the new rules should be out by then. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of coaches will ask us to sp- explain the new rules to their team uh, in the mm-hmm. spring. Yeah. So uh, I always try to prepare the guys. Hey, if you're going out there, you'd be ready to talk to a team of 100 guys and explain mm-hmm. the new rules, the points of emphasis, and that type of thing. And it really makes everybody better uh, going through this experience. Um, I, I, I'll speak to Friday a little bit later, our Friday classroom session. But if you're going to go speak to a coaching staff and uh, some kids, some players, uh, you better have a good handle on uh, what the rule is, what the intent is, <laughs> yeah. and uh, what kind of uh, point of emphasis it's, it's going to be officiated coming up in the fall. Yeah, well said. How many how many crews do you have generally nowadays? I know you said you started off with yeah um, three, but now twenty two years later, how many you have yeah, now? So, so we're we're up to about ten crews. I won't take really more than seventy officials, um, mm-hmm. just because okay. I like I like them to really say, hey, that was worth the time, the effort, and the money. You know, the financial resources, mm-hmm. the time away from your family. Uh, to, to really uh, get involved with it. Uh, another thing is I bring in all the supervisors from the area. So the supervisor mm-hmm. in the MIAC, which is a Division Three uh, league, the WIC, which is out of Wisconsin, the NSIC, Division Two. Um, 
I, I reached out to the NAIA, but they had some conflicts. But I also bring in supervisors. And uh, we yeah. bring them in to, to let them go through our position meetings, meet some of the guys. You know, maybe uh, there's a young guy that's on the radar screen and, and the supervisor wants to meet him, talk to him, uh, maybe even have a chance to go watch them work if they're in town, those types of things. So uh, it gives it gives kind of a, a, a good representation of uh, the supervisor's, you know, involvement um, the schools are involved, and then the guys, and then you really can't do something like this without the Brian Bakkies and uh, the observers mm-hmm. and the evaluators, uh, all all the guys that chip in and um, make the presentations by position. You know, the line of scrimmage, referees, center judge, umpires. Uh, there, there's a lot of leadership that goes into that. A lot of dedication. And, you know, the feeling of giving back uh, to to others, um, to serve others. Um, we're not going to be doing this forever. I do have my sons that are starting to get involved with officiating. And uh, they're, they're learning a lot from other guys that have been down the road before, you know, that type of thing. That's great. So you, instead of having, so uh, uh-huh. before I, my next question, you said seven, no more than 70. Yeah. Right. Are you going to bump that to 80 this yeah, year? Yeah, with that eighth, we, we may. That um, <laughs> what I'm looking at is maybe taking six yeah. to seven center judges this year. Yeah. Okay. Yep. There you go. Because uh, slow, right, soft right. start. There you go. Um, right. So yeah. we're, we're going to, you know, evaluate it, see how it goes. The, the one thing that we always mm-hmm. find out is everybody that attends the Friday session learns something. What I mean by that is, Sure. I brought Sean Robbins in last year. He talked about fitness and injury prevention. He was outstanding. Yep. I brought NBA referee Ken Maurer in. Ken hmm. yeah. also does high school football in Minnesota, but he talked about fitness hmm. and about appearance yeah. and about you know movement. And then we brought in a sleep mm-hmm. scientist from the Sleep Number Company based out of Minneapolis and talked about sleep. And, um, Uh, yeah, all the NFL guys sitting out in the, in the audience were talking to him going, Hey, I need your business card. You know, I, I, when I have that game in New York and then I got to go to LA or LA to New York, you know, I got to figure out my sleep patterns. Uh, so everybody got better. Even the, uh, you know, guys working at the, at the highest level. Um, so we always try to bring somebody in, uh, Brian even video conferences guys in. Brian, talk talk to that. How, you know, you uh, reach out to guys and we video conference them in for uh, for a segment on the meeting. Yeah, you bet. So, you know, with the tools like Skype and WebEx and so forth, right, we're able to bring in guest speakers that aren't able to make it, whether uh, it happens to be an injury they're recovering from from the in, during the off season, or people that just have schedule conflicts that can't make it into town. So we'll beam them in, if you will, as Rick as Rick likes to say, uh, we beam them into the room give them their 15 minutes and, and away we go to the next topic. So <laughs> technology is a big part of what we do at the clinic. Um, just a couple other examples. Um, utilizing Twitter for real-time Q&A, for example, during a catch-no-catch catch session during the clinic. So everyone actually logged into clinic. So even, you know, okay. the old white guys were getting Twitter accounts at the at the clinic that morning. We had a little sheet on how they signed up. And boom, by later, <laughs> later in the clinic, um, we were at a catch-no-catch catch session with Bill LaMagna that day. And people were chiming in. We got the percentages real time. And we said, hey, 72% of the room says it's a catch. 36% says it's not. Um, and this year, we're actually going to have Tom Herbert, 
one of the Big Ten, actually in the country, one of the top replay guys in the country, given his opinion on when and why we're stopping maybe that that play as well to look at replays. So we're really bringing the technology component into this. We're using Google Forms for our registration, right? So no more mailing Rick thousands of pieces of paper and having Brian mm-hmm. read them over the internet to, so he can put them in the spreadsheet. <laughs> um, again, Rick mentioned Dropbox. So all of our documentation, um, the forms, the clinic pieces, the video, of course, that is shared in the breakout sessions are password protected for our attendees that they can use throughout the season. Um, and then, of course, our Facebook and Twitter uh, pages, Zebra Combat at Facebook. We have 326 followers today, and that continues to grow. During the season, we mm-hmm. use that for, well, we use it off-season to mention what we're doing with clinics like this. And then, of course, during season, we have questions and comments and, and uh, videos saying, hey, what do you think here? And it creates that online dialogue that we like to keep going throughout the season. And then, of course, we have that account merged with our Twitter account, um, sharing that same content. So, you know, hitting people both ways, depending on which platform they're using that day. Um, we have about 350 followers on our Twitter account as well. So a lot of technology goes into making this happen. And it's really brought the clinic to the next level as far as the next generation of official. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's really cool. Friday sounds amazing. So my yeah. question to you is, you have a lot of opportunity for on-field work and then a, and a great all-day experience uh, off the field in the classroom with all the stuff you just mentioned that it sounds really, yeah. really top-notch. Yeah. Is there an option for somebody just to show up Friday for the day at, at, at the stadium and, and go through the, uh, you know, the classroom session uh, uh, only and not have the on-field portion? There is. We have a Friday-only session. And uh, okay. they're they're able to attend and uh, take in all the, you know, presentations and the conversations right. and the networking and, and and that sort of thing. They're also allowed to go shadow at a, at a, a scrimmage, you know, if okay. they wanted to go and just hey, I, I got to see what this is like. Um, sure, we've even sent guys over to the TCF Bank Stadium when the. Uh, Minnesota Golden Gophers are uh, having their spring game. We've even mm-hmm. taken 20 or 30 guys over there and let them uh, go down on the field. Uh, I think, was it two years ago, Brian, that happened? Because yep. last year we got snowed yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, so two, years yeah two years ago. We got, got 20 inches of snow last year <laughs> uh, in April. Rick, um, Rick loved that, <laughs> by the way. He loved it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, had to, I we found some gym space, and we actually did uh, in, inside work on on, on Saturday uh, mm-hmm. But some of my friends didn't get out till Monday uh, because of the snowstorm. But yeah, um, this this type of clinic is hey yeah we're, we we go with the flow. It's liquid. It's fluid. How can we mm-hmm. introduce more people to officiating? One thing I'm going to work on with the high school league here in the next two weeks is I would I want to get on some radio program up in Minneapolis, uh, K fan probably. My, my son used to work there. And see if we can kind of have an open house, like recruit to get our numbers up to get more people into officiating. Um, So I'm going to be that's on my docket as well. Uh, Something I really want to do. I'd love to see about 20 new people that want to try to get into football officiating because there's a lot of guys up in Minnesota that really care about it. Uh, They give a lot of their time back to the to the sport uh, to make it better to make themselves better and to make their crews better. And uh, I'll be forever grateful to guys like Brian and 
Uh, there's, I mean, I could, I could list 60 guys that, uh, just go out of their way to really make an impact in, in officiating in, in Minnesota and the surrounding areas. Yep. That's great. So before I forget, I want, I keep wanting to say we, we had uh coach Sean mm-hmm. on the uh, podcast last year. He told me he's one of our first yeah. like 10 guests yeah, he was great. and he's great. Yep. He, uh, he's a, one of we're a big fan of his so absolutely it, 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 if you see him tell him hi for, I, I, from rule I, 11 i talked to him on uh wednesday and he mentioned that uh soon but sean yeah. uh sean's a real deal he uh he is an incredible person and uh he's got a lot of knowledge and uh we're hoping that we're gonna get uh a lot of guys to his combine on on thursday and then mm-hmm. he'll probably even go out to a scrimmage site and uh, try to coach some guys up on their movements and uh, and and that that sort of thing. So we're always excited to have Coach Sean with us uh, whenever we can. Yeah, I love that yeah. combine idea. That's yeah. great. It really I, is. And it, I, I think I I found out about this clinic through Sean. Yes. Yeah. I, I, he retweeted something or mm-hmm. whatever, and I said, "Oh, what's this?" Yeah. So when he was uh, there last year, was yeah. he, he was up there last year. Yeah, he was. He was my roommate yeah. in the snowstorm right. weekend, uh, yeah. Yeah. and uh, he watched me dig a car out for like uh, forty five minutes, and I told him, "That's a heck of a workout, John." So yeah. 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 key word watch. Yeah. I was going to say he just watched. <laughs> Um, what you got, Dwayne? So, Brian, if folks want to find out more information about the clinic, and or and or register, where should they? Yeah, go? so they can follow us at Ref Football Talk um, on Twitter. Uh, that's our handle there, and that uh, on Facebook they can simply search for Zebra Combat. There is a URL that I can throw out, and you guys can share uh, maybe in in the content somehow. Yep. But regardless, either way, they can get all yep. of us there. Um, but yeah, th- those are the two main ways to contact us. Otherwise, Rick, what's your what's the email address that we we're tracking you down at these days? Well, you guys are going to laugh. <laughs> it's an AOL account. Love it. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so you don't guys don't know this. I was a real innovator. I was a pioneer. You know, when this email, when this uh, internet thing started. <laughs> It's a Kruger Football Clinic at AOL. Kruger, K-R-U-G-E-R Football Clinic at AOL. Um, and I was a I was a pioneer back in those days, boys. Let me tell you, you'd be surprised. Yeah, I've I've seen at least four <laughs> yeah, AOL accounts this year. Thanks a lot, One Tyler. Of those is Rick's, right? Yeah. So three other people. Can that? Can that? <laughs> Can that email address handle the traffic? <laughs> I, I'm not sure. I get about six a day, so so maybe, maybe okay, okay. but uh, yeah, um, right. but our our trajectory yeah. with this uh, clinic is just uh, we're going to have uh, NFL guys there. One that worked the Super Bowl will be there running the umpire group. Fred Bryan, um, mm-hmm. Ron Torbert, uh, Tommy Herbert. You heard about that? Uh, Coach PJ Fleck comes every year and speaks to us. Oh, wow. Um, yep. And he talks about really um, communication. How do coaches want to be communicated to? Um, That's huge. Yeah. Are, yeah. are we communicating? Are we connecting? And, and these are some of the types of things that, you know, they hear right from coaches, you know, um, how to be yeah. preventative instead of throwing the, the UNS or the unsportsmanlike. Is there, is there a step that, we could have used earlier maybe the coach because I worked the game for PJ and the kid was acting up. And I told, I, I 
told him, I go, hey, this kid's not doing it the right way. The kid never got on the field again. And I asked PJ at the, before, at the clinic before he talked, I says, hey, can I bring this story up that you and I had? He goes, absolutely. And I shared it with Brian and everybody in the audience that, you know, there are coaches that will, that they'll stand up and do what's right for the game, for the kid. And uh, that, that player never came back on the field. And that was not by mistake. Uh, you know, Coach Fleck told me I didn't want him back in the game because he wasn't doing it the right way. That's that's yeah. good information. I mean, no. I think that that's that's like Dwayne said. That's a huge thing to get. Um, it is when, uh, yeah, you don't just camp. get that anywhere. No, you don't get the the coach's perspective no. about a, except for game day so. or a scrimmage or a practice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I might answer my own question on this, but I'm going to answer it. Is the 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 crews that you guys put together uh-huh. for this for each is it basically determined of the availability? of of the people where they can go and what days, is that kind of how it works yeah, out for you guys? They rank or? one through three, their first choice of okay. where to work, second, third choice, that type of thing. Uh-huh. So we work off their uh, preferences on where they like mm-hmm. to uh, work. Um, we put the crew together, uh, try mm-hmm. to, you know, we don't want eight umpires. You know, we like maybe two or three sure. umpires, line yeah. of scrimmage, the back end, back judge, field judge, side judge, center judge. And then before we, we, we do a pregame, uh, the uh, mm-hmm. referee will be in charge of conducting some sort of pregame. I mean, we're not going to get into, you know, overtime rules, you know, stuff like that, but, but some sort of pregame on, on how the flow of the game should go. Uh, mechanics, you know, hurry up, two minute offense, you know, how, how, how we're going to handle those types of situations, substitutions, um, Preliminary signals, uh, I think, are always big at a at a scrimmage because mm-hmm. we really don't want to bog the, the scrimmage or the practice down. Um, you know, with with a, with a penalty, if we got one flag and we know it's a hold, give the hold. You know, give the information out and, and let's get this thing going. And and they like preliminary signals now. I mean, you saw a lot of it in the uh, a lot of the Division One schools. They're they're using a lot of preliminaries. It helps replay out, trying to figure out what yep. they, what they got going on. Obviously, it helps the coaches out and determining, you know, do they want to accept, decline, you know, et cetera. So mm-hmm. these are the types of things that we talk about before we go on the field. And uh, mm-hmm. we just uh, really harp the the mechanics, the positioning. Uh, they'll figure out what their supervisors want called for a hold or whatever. They'll, they'll figure it sure. out. But the, the mechanics, yes. the positioning, uh, the communication, that type of thing. Uh, that that's something that uh, can always be improved and, and uh, be worked on. Okay, so let's say you have seven yep. crews of seven or eight, whatever they, yep. whatever um, member crew crewmate you're gonna have. Is do you have um, a clinician for each position at at every crew, or do you have a like three or four um, of your clinicians at each game site? Because I know that some of these run. Uh, concurrent or congruent at the same time at different locations. So you got to yep. split your people up. So uh, you just kind of put, you know, balance it out as best you can and get them the right experience in the right places to, to help people. Yeah, we'll have ways. a, let's say a, a deep three. So we'll have uh, two or three guys okay. back there working with field judge, side judge, back judge, mm-hmm. line of scrimmage. We might have one for sure, maybe two, uh, sure. one, one okay. for the umpire and then um, what we're thinking for the um, center judge, because the center judges that we're working with have to work so closely with the referee, we're yeah. definitely going to have that center judge, but we're going to have a referee 
uh, observer, evaluator there as well, because there's a lot of teamwork and a lot of uh, conversation that can be discussed um, when you're not in. So you, you'll you'll rotate, put in, puts a new referee and center judge in there. Meanwhile, you can take the two guys that were just in in, in there working, and you can really highlight some mechanics, some, some timing, some signaling that they, they could have you know done better, uh, that type of thing. So um, it's really tough yeah. for for one. Uh, observer evaluator to watch seven or eight guys mm-hmm. um so we, we, sure. we really we're, we're really blessed because the, the guys in minnesota i mean they they in wisconsin i got guys from wisconsin coming up hell iowa you know i got guys from they're just really into hey where do you need me to go you know how can i help out you know that type of thing yeah, yeah. that's really great a lot of great stuff I, i'm hearing a lot of great stuff I, I, that i love about this this mm-hmm. clinic mm-hmm. Uh, this camp um just the the uh, the amount of the staff, the talent, the guests, the fact that you don't seem to be wasting any time, no. right? You get in on a Friday or even a Thursday and work a scrimmage. You get in your classroom and then you you work on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And, heck, and you never know, maybe a bonus yeah. practice with in yeah. there too. Yeah, and then the other thing, the the other the last thing I love about it is the cost. This is so inexpensive. It's uh, under right, three hundred dollars, right? Right. For on field, yep. Um, and obviously, you, you have to pay for your travel or whatever, but that's still a mm-hmm. lot less than a lot of clinics out yep. there, and you're getting a lot we, more. We, so we work right to our lunch. Period, so. uh, we go right from a general session. Yep. Uh, we we grab our lunches, and uh, we we go at it till five o'clock. And then afterwards, uh, there's a little watering hole across from the stadium, and we do a little socializing and uh, uh, kind of yeah. hang out. But um, we, I'm really conscious of the cost. Uh, I, I, I got to deal with the Marriott, and they got us a room for $115. So some guys are splitting the room, uh, maybe two, three, four ways, okay. however they want to do it. But uh, it's right by the Mall of America. There's a shuttle service from the airport to the hotel. Uh, if guys need rides, that's kind of our meeting place uh, to go to scrimmages, to, to go to TCF Bank. You know, um, we meet there and uh, if guy needs to bum a ride, you know, hey, hop in, you know, here we go type thing. So uh, we're looking at yeah. Mark Boltz, the Division Three coordinator, is uh, working with the uh, NCAA on uh, some, some travel stuff. And uh, he, he might be attending, too, because that area is rich with double, uh, great uh, D3 officiating. Uh, last year, the Iowa uh, guys did the uh, D3 National Championship, uh, I think, three or four years mm-hmm. ago. Our uh, MIC uh, D3 uh, league, they did the National Championship. And there's just some great officials working you know, D2, D3 out there. And uh, I think Mark really wanted to come out and you know see the clinic, uh, meet with the supervisors, and uh, just really you know talk about uh, the where D three is at. And I mean, it, it they they do a great job. Those guys do a great job. That's correct. Yeah, yep. <clears throat> a lot of talent out there yep. everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. So before we let you go, um, just had one more question. Unless Tyler had something. Nope. Um, if I'm a first time camper coming to your clinic, any advice in general about attending clinics? Um, yeah, you don't have to buy a brand new uh, NCAA uniform. Yeah, you can wear your uh, <laughs> yeah. or your high school stuff. Um, 
I think our clinic, because of the, the culture and, and the guys that are working the position meetings and the rooms and going out and evaluate, it's a good place to come. Uh, the, the anxiety level yeah. shouldn't be like off the charts. It should be, hey, I'm going to give it a good effort. I'm here to learn and I'm going to make a few mistakes. I call it the um tree, ELM, effort, learning, and I'm going to make a few mistakes. And if you're willing to grow nice. in that elm tree and get better, uh, you're going to surround yourself with some really good guys. Not only that, you're going to make a connection that you can use mm-hmm. or email or talk to as you move down the line. Uh, you're going to make a connection. And the reason guys drop out of this is, they're, they're not connected to anybody or an association or anybody, and they don't feel like they're getting better. They just kind of feel like they're you know, treading water. If you're connected and you really feel like you're getting better at this, you're going to stick to it. You're, you're just not going to say, oh, what the heck, this is really not, not that significant. It is significant. Our numbers are down in officiating. Uh, we, we need to build them up. We need to get young guys like my, my son's 24, 25, you know, teach these kids, uh, work with them. Uh, they, they don't work Mm -hmm. as hard as I think is, you know, my, my age group, uh, they want kind of instant, you know, a little bit faster, you know, hell Fred Bryan and I used to have to drive to Ely, Minnesota just to get a game, you know? And my son (laughs) said, do you do it for the money? I says, let me ask you this. Would you drive five hours? Stand there for three hours, drive five back for 75 bucks. And he said, heck no. I go, well, that's it. There, you so answered the question. That's their mindset, but yeah. it worked out great for Fred. He did the Super Bowl. Worked mm-hmm. out great for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I met some, I yeah. saw some great places and met some wonderful people along the way. So uh, officiating is a great place to be. Let me tell wow. you that. God, well said. Yeah, it's a good uh, note to yeah. kind of wrap this up. It is. It always comes back to that. Just yeah. the experiences that you that you experience throughout this process is really what it comes down to. And uh, like you said, the people you met, the handful of fun times you had, all that good stuff. So that, well, me, that was let yeah. me just what you guys are doing. Th- this sharing and this information technology stuff wasn't there when I started back in 19. I mean, there, I had an AOL account, but what you guys are doing too. I mean, uh, I got a, I got a call from a guy today. Unfortunately, he isn't oh. doing so well health wise and he wants to stay connected. And you know what he told oh. me he's doing? He's listening to your podcast. Get out of town. Wow. No. <laughs> Wow. That's, that's awesome to hear. I mean, yeah. yeah, this poor guy, you know, he goes, yeah, I can't work this spring. And, you know, I want to stay connected to you guys, you know, up in Minneapolis and uh, oh. he, he's not doing well health wise, but you know, I'm listening to rule 11 and I think those guys are great and, you know, it's helping me out. So you guys are having an impact in, in so many lives that you don't know, but moreover, here's a guy that's, you know, hitting a tough time in his life. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and wow. you guys are reaching that. I don't know if you get chills up and down your spine. Yeah. I am. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, that's a big deal, definitely. guys. It is. You know, Dwayne it's, and uh, Tyler, that, that's a big uh, deal. And that's all we started this thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when we talked about starting this thing. Yeah. I mean, it's tough for us to, to I mean, it's not tough for us to hear it. It's, it's like getting to us, yeah. right? Yeah. 
say, to hearing something like that. Because so, ultimately, when we used to talk about, you know, when we fir- like our first ever talk in this whole thing. Yeah. I, I think the, the, the term was if I reach one person, one today, yeah. then then the goal has met, been met. And uh, it's 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 beat that um, a little bit. And it's it feels good to do that. And so it's nice it of you to say really that. Good. But we're just one cog in a different medium trying to do the same thing you're doing in you know, that we are all trying to do. Because if you asked half the people in around the country, um, w- w- would you come out and help me today? They'd all say yes. Yeah. So, and ultimately that's what I think this brotherhood's all about. And, and it's, uh, and I should, brotherhood and sisterhood out there that that really wraps this thing up. I mean, it's yes. it's pretty cool. So, well, so. I'll, I'll, I'll send you guys the guy's name and email address. Please do. I mean, uh, it really broke my heart. But then, you know, I'm going to talk, I'm going to have a talk with him on Friday um, between his treatments, but you guys, I mean, we're, we're top of his mind. I mean, it is, mm-hmm. it was amazing to me. Wow. Please do. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. We got We got, I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. So, so, um, Brian and Rick. Yes. Thank you so keep much. Keep up the good work. And, uh, if I was in Minnesota, I'd be swinging by. I promise <laughs> you. Cause this, this, uh, this Friday night sounds that Friday class room session sounds really intriguing. And so let me, let me ask my uh, tech uh, friend here. Could we, Brian, could we um, beam me up? Yeah. Could we tweet (laughs) some stuff out? Could we beam them up? I mean, what can we do? (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll definitely talk offline and uh, see how we can maybe get you guys in, maybe beam me in for five minutes and give a pitch on what you're doing out there. Share a little of your story and, uh, Get it out to that the master. That'd be great, that guys. That's awesome. What yeah. a great offer. Thank you. And one last yeah. thing. Keep up the awesome work on your Twitter account oh, wow. regarding rule, you know, videos along with rules. I, I think that that is so great. It and is great. It's awesome. I didn't know who published that until a few weeks ago. And um, I, it, every time, that's the one handle that I always make sure I watch when those come out because they're, I mean, they're useful to me. Yeah. I mean, I'm learning from them. Well, so I'm going to start doing, obvious, but it's really yeah, good. I'm going to start doing a few more. Um, I, I've been getting between traveling and, you know, it's nice in Arizona. I, I, you know, if I was in the house shoveling snow, I'd be doing that kind of stuff. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah I'll, uh, I'll, I'll get some of those up because I, I find, I, I try to find, um, kind of a progression, you know, like offensive pass interference. And, you know, you kind of show one and then, hey, was this, would you call, you know, I try to get a, a progression of different plays just to get people thinking. Um, because first you see it one day and then you see another one, you're going, well, geez, you know, I mean, whoa, wait a minute here, you know. So um, it, I, I I go through a lot of video and uh, I, I'm going to have to start posting a, f- a few more uh, now and then. Uh, Brian, Brian showed me how to do the Twitter, and sometimes he'll call me and he'll say, "Hey, uh, you know, wh- what are you doing?" <laughs> time out! Time out! That, we're we're going to pull that one. Out. <laughs> all right. Uh, okay. All right. All right. So we'll put yeah, we'll put all the information on our website in the show notes um, so folks can find you. Um, thanks again so much for uh, coming on. And uh, it was great meeting you. Hope we get to stay in touch. Yes. And, uh, we yeah, we'll stay in touch. Uh, Brian and I work something out yeah. on April 12th. That, that'd be a lot of fun. 
Okay. Okay, cool. So uh, thanks again for coming on. Thanks again for spending some time with us. And good luck in the future. And we'll thanks, talk guys. soon. Thank you, Dwayne. Thanks, Tyler. Bye-bye. Yep. Thanks, guys. This 22nd annual Upper Midwest Collegiate Football Officiating Clinic. And Rick and Brian. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty good. That was um, so one of the best. I'm, I'm, I, uh, <laughs> so we like, it just seems like two really good guys for yes. one, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, their clinic. I just like their the philosophy and the fact they're trying to keep the cost low because mm-hmm. this thing, this you know, this avocation, if you're trying to move up, is expensive. Is it, yes. Um, at under three hundred bucks to mm-hmm. attend, and then real flexible. Yeah, real flexible. Um, so it's just great the the the, the talent they have there as far as clinicians mm-hmm. and and guests showing up, just getting all of that for under three hundred dollars. Um, combine. Yes. Get your combine. own combine. You get Coach Sean. I mean, come on. Coach Sean and the combine. Yeah, yeah. Um, you never pull a hamstring again <laughs> after that. No, no he, and he, he has some good stuff going on. Yeah. So um, we'll get you that information in mm-hmm. the show notes. Yeah. Um, I'll even put a link back to Coach Sean's um, yep. fitness episode from last year. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a, he's a, we were ahead of our time back then. Yeah. Um, so. Any other thoughts, Tyler? I mean, no, I think just uh, like we talked about at the very end. I, I think if you're at least, it, it, they always say, you know, no, no social media, yeah. and I get, the, I get all that. Yeah. But if you're going to follow somebody in in our world, yeah. follow this Twitter handle, and we'll yeah. put that on our uh, on the on the show notes because there's, um, it's Rick, Rick it's, puts out some pretty good stuff. Yeah, it's pretty much all uh, like training right it's like it's like the almost remember when on, on monday night football you know you make the call right. he'll have a play and a, like a question a written question yeah. and then we'll have some rule references on it yep. and then he'll give uh, most most time his opinion on on the play which is which is fine um but it's really good stuff it's good video it it's all you know good quality division one big 10 you know all over the place so um, that's a good follow. I, I wanted to make sure I mentioned that because I always enjoy looking at the stuff they post. Yep. Um, but no, I think this thing sounds, you know, it's just, it, it's great for the cost. Like yeah. you said, the cost is perfect. You can't beat it. Um, it, yeah. there's not enough said. Especially I mean, if you're in the area, it's yeah. great. I mean, I'd either consider coming from out of the area, um, just cause the cost is so low. So just get those snaps in. Yeah, that's it. Snaps, snaps, and more snaps. So you can never have enough. No, but that was a lot of fun. I I, I really enjoyed that. We had a good time. So um, I hope you enjoyed it just as much as we did. And uh, I know they had a lot of fun. They sounded like it. They're perfect little, that pair of guys sounds perfect together. And they work well together and we had a good time. So um, until next time. Until next time.